Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, Successful Life Podcast is a space where you can hear stories from badass entrepreneurs and influencers that collectively have millions of listeners and followers. You get to hear their backstories and where they are currently. We discuss how precious your life is and crucial it is to live with a purpose and die knowing the person looking in the mirror today. This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier, and I'm here with Nate Bailey. What's up, Nate? What's up, man? How's it going, Long time no see. No doubt. <laughs> so uh, Nate is, this is going to be great, guys. Nate is a po- fellow podcaster, coach, and ultra, ath- ultra, is it ultra athlete? Is that how I say it? Yeah, that? ultra, ultra endurance, whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, it, so I'm, we're absolutely going to understand what that means for the people listening that don't have a clue what that means um, and don't, maybe don't know who Nate is. This is about to be a fantastic conversation, Nate. So um, welcome. Thank you for coming on, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Can't wait. Yeah, me too. So, um, so Nate, tell, you know, tell, look, let's just start with the, with the athlete. Let's just start with that massive run <laughs> that you did in a very short amount of time, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, well, um, yeah, so I ran a hundred miles, um, which is what you're talking about. I, I, I ran a hundred miles in 29 hours. And so typically for, for these 100 mile events or races, you usually have some kind of a time limit, which typically it's about 30 hours. So, you know, it's not like I crushed it, but I made it. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of into that kind of stuff, like ultra endurance at, uh, events which ultra is considered anything over like 27 miles or something like that so i've done a lot of 50ks which are 30 about 31 miles i just did 100k which was 62 miles in texas um just three weeks ago or so um i've done you know an iron man training for another iron man i've 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 completed this event called seal fit kokoro which was modeled after navy seal hell week so that was 52 hours straight through no sleep like i've done a lot of crazy different stuff so more maybe extreme endurance type events and uh you know we were talking about it a little bit before before we came on right it's you know the mindset required for that that's a big reason i think i i'm into it is is the mindset that's required just continuing to uh harden that mindset i think it's mindset it's just like anything if you don't work out you you start to uh maybe put some extra pounds on and fat lose some muscle and and get weaker right and i think the mindset's the same thing if you don't constantly challenge and uh your mindset it can it can kind of revert back to its old ways as well and uh there's just a ton of benefits man from from pushing your body from feeling in shape to like how you look to how you feel to the energy you have to it just it just absolutely overflows into all the other areas of your life so there's so many questions that i have about all this but let, i think the main one is you know walk us through like what your you know 
you had to have some self-talk through this hundred miles in 29 hours or, or better yet, any of the things that you named, how, how do you, um, I guess, tell me what, what were you thinking through all, through all of these things? Let's just go to your first big event. Like what, how was your mindset? And then at what point did you start to say, all right, maybe this is not a good idea, but then how did you overcome that? You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Had well, been- I, I, the first big event would, I would say was probably the Ironman that I did, but that was in 2008. I, I came home from deployment, was deployed to Kuwait for a year in the army, and then really had about a, uh, at the end of 2006, so beginning of 2007, and signed up for an Ironman in Arizona 2008. And so I had about a year to train. I didn't train all that hard. We had our first child. And uh, I, I made it through the Ironman, but I, you know, I, I barely made it through and I kind of struggled a lot throughout it. And after that, like it was a good, it felt really good. It was, I was proud of the accomplishment, but then like, I didn't want to sit on a bike ever again. You know, it's a 112 mile bike, 2.4 mile swim and, a 20, and then a marathon at the end. And, um, and so I, I like literally sold my bike to a buddy and bought a recliner and like, yeah, there was a, there was a good, uh, yeah. oh that's hilarious like honestly 100 percent uh <laughs> and i uh i just didn't you know i kind of got fat and lazy and out of shape i had a bunch of businesses we're starting a family and everything else that gets in the way and and i let my health go quite a bit until seal fit kakora almost well it's been four years now uh 2016 was when i really kind of got I really like took a stand again, like, Hey, this, this is enough's enough. And, uh, I had a long ways to go. I was like 275 pounds when I signed up for that. And I knew there's just no way in hell this, this event is ran by current, like active Navy SEALs and retired Navy SEALs. And they model it after hell week because Mark Devine, a retired Navy SEAL that, that owns SEAL Fit Kokoro, he started it as like a, a prep for those that want to get go actually become seals like to to prep them for what it so that they could because the success rate for people going through buds and getting through how weak is super low and his success rate of people of guys that come through his kokoro first and then go into the navy seal training is is much higher for those that actually come through this so um so i went through that and i, I did like it forced me to really lose a bunch of weight, lost 45 pounds, like really got in great shape. And immensely you can't, if you don't have a, a strong mindset at Kokoro, just as you could imagine, uh, I don't know. Tell us, tell, tell led me by Navy SEALs. You know, I mean, just if you know anything about Navy SEALs and how we can like what it, what's required to become one of the most elite people in the world when it comes to the military and special operations, like, that's the reason they have how weak is to weed out the weak, right? The mentally weak. Right. So this is modeled after that and it's ran by Navy SEALs. Um, so it wasn't easy. Right. And so if you didn't, if I didn't have the mindset for that, then there was no way I was going to make it through. I made it through. There was 28 of us that showed up and nine of us that finished. And, um, and so it was difficult. It was, one, it was the most difficult thing I'd done physically or me- mentally ever. And, and from there, that really just spurred me on to where I'm at today. Now I'm kind consistently looking for those types of challenges um you know i'm it's a goal of mine to run what's called the moab 240 this year which is 240 miles so i've run 100 and i want to see if i can you know see if i have what it takes to run over 200 so constantly trying to grow so what was uh tell me a couple of things that were that that went on during that week that were just tell me the two of the worst things that you can remember at at Kokoro? Yes. Well, I mean, the obvious one is uh, not obvious for you guys, but um, so right after, right after we finished, there was nine of us that finished. One of one of the nine actually, he died. Like he fell down, fell to the ground, and 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 died like minutes later. Are you um, kidding? No, I'm not kidding at all. And. uh so that was the worst, right? I mean, that's, it was, uh, it was really, really crazy, right? I'd never experienced, you know, some people have, and that was my first experience with uh, death, like right in front of me. 
uh, especially a guy that I had just gone through this 52 hours together with and, and, uh, like so, a yeah, brother. it was really, really, really crazy. I don't know exactly what happened, but he, um, if he, you know, there, I know there's a, there's a lawsuit going on right now too, actually. Um, oh, as far as that goes, but, um, but yeah, it was just a super surreal experience to, to, to get through this event that all of us had been dreaming and thinking of like, man, it would be so amazing to finish this knowing all the work we put in and then to do that. And then to literally just see one of our guys go down like right after we finish and, and, uh, and ultimately not make it just was like, wow, crazy. He just collapsed. Just yeah, like he, collapsed yeah, he went down. down and yeah, at first, of course, didn't think it was, you know, when you first see him go down, it's like, yeah, we just finished 52 hours going nonstop. Like, you know, something's wrong, but he, he'll be all right. Right. But then within seconds or minutes or a minute, like, uh, you just knew quickly that it was more serious. Right. And so, <clears throat> so that was, that was crazy, you know, to, <clears throat> to take it back from that, you know, some of the other extremely mentally physically challenging pieces of this was, just uh you know the, the the like just to continue to to try and stay focused on the present moment over 52 hours um is probably one of the t- toughest things yeah it's hard physically challenging to put us in the ocean we you know, we were up for 52 hours we had hiking mountains and carrying people and carrying logs and like you name it we were doing it and uh but just to stay present, which I think is hard for anyone, right? Even sure. today, you know, cause we're all so distracted. And if you could stay present, then, then you'll make it through. Uh, people get in trouble when they, they think about how much time they had left or how bad it sucks and how they just want to like have a hot shower and, and a meal and go to sleep, those types of things. So, yeah. Wow. This episode of the Successful Life Podcast is brought to you by House Call Pro. Whether you're looking to streamline your operations, reduce paperwork, or boost revenue, House Call Pro is your all-in-one business solution. Transform your business today with essential tools and support designed to drive efficiency and deliver exceptional customer service. To learn more, click the link in the show notes. That's insane. Yeah, man. You know, now uh, there had never been anyone that had died from this event and no one has died since. Uh, You know, it's just kind of, it happened to be at the event that I was at. And, uh, but yeah, very crazy. I mean, God dang, I just can't like even imagine getting, yeah, standing there being, have gone through such a, such a difficult week or, or 52 hours and then you're yeah that's it but i guess if the, you know i guess if that was his thing that he wanted to accomplish in his life shit i mean i to look on the bright side well he accomplished it yeah now you know it's um it's tough he was young he was 32 uh it was you know just two little kids, three and one, um, his wife, obviously that was their, it was their wedding anniversary that day. Like, oh, crazy. Um, she was there watching. No, no, no. She wasn't there. Um, thankfully I think, right. Yeah. Um, she was back home with her, with her children, but, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine what she's been going through and, you know, I've talked to her a few times here and there and, um, yeah, it just, you know, and her kids are so young that, you know, the memories they're going to have of him going to be very faint. Right. Um, so it's just, uh, yeah, bad deal all the way around. He was a smart, I mean, he was just like, but he was like, if you knew, if you knew him, like it is exactly who he was, meaning he did all kinds of these things all the time. Like, Kokoro he hadn't done Kokoro before but he had been done a bunch of other like Spartan races and 
and you know it was just kind of how he lived like just to do super hard things and he was just super motivating guy like too he had this just this biggest brightest smile like the whole time if you see photos even towards the end he was suffering like he was, he was struggling physically but he was still just had this huge smile on his face and that's what I, you know that's what i'll definitely remember of him and um and he wasn't you know he wasn't going to quit unfortunately you know the lawsuit comes in when there's definitely some things that could have been done to prevent it i i do believe but uh and some things that they should have had in place that they didn't but I, again i think the lawsuit will handle all that um but do you think it'll actually go through you think she'll win um i don't know although i think probably so yeah um i just had a the attorney just had called is started reaching out so they must be getting close right it's been four years already um and and the attorney reached out to everyone that was actually there all 28 people that that were there and uh so i just spoke to him the attorney for the wife uh you know just asking questions collecting information doing research and trying to trying to talk to people about what would happen and what was going on that were there so yeah but all uh, right wow that's crazy Nate. that is insane yeah. well i'm glad you weren't the person so um yeah, thank you you know wow this is that's that's insane um all right so you know i didn't even know i didn't even talk about that you're also a speaker and we had a little bit of a conversation about that also before yeah. um before the we started recording what tell me tell me a little bit about that and your coaching and and tell me a little bit more about you we've talked enough about the guy in his family and i i, I will keep him in my keep her in my prayers yeah. for sure yeah yeah um yeah so i as a coach and a speaker, you know, I have a podcast, Championship Leadership, you were on it uh, just a few weeks ago, I think. I can't remember. Tom's crazy. I know, right. It wasn't more than, it wasn't more than a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I speak. We, I do a lot of speaking, of course, inside of our programs. We have a program called Immersion. We have a, we have a, we have a program for the men and for the women. Uh, we have the men's is coming up. It's called Titan Immersion. So they're coming up next week. I'll be in California. Uh, it's a four day live experience. We take them through some of the stuff that I did like with the Navy SEALs at Seal Fit Kokoro. It's like, cause it's in Southern California. So we go to the beach, we go to the ocean, we put them in the water, get them wet, we roll them around in the sand and we just work them out. We push them, you know, when you, again, when you work out physically, when you push yourself and we'll push them harder than they would ever push themselves right by themselves. Like if they were to go to the beach and say, I'm going to work out, you know how it is. If you just by yourself, you might do a few things here or there um, and then call it good. Right. And then, but when there's someone else there like telling you what to do and how long to go and, and you're there with a group of other men and you're working together, like you just work harder. And so huge benefits in doing that, realizing how much they can do, uh, how much more they can do than they think they can and coming together as a team. And then of course, when you get like 10, 12 guys together that haven't really met each other from around the country, uh, there's these walls, right? There's this bravado. There's, there's these things that we need to strip down a little bit. So we do that through the physical stuff too. And then, and then a, a, a big part of the event as well is just like deep conversations inside of the hotel room, um, small group, you know, we do a lot of teaching, um, you know, teach them how we live, teach them different skill sets and communication and leadership and sales and marketing. Like we kind of touch on a little bit of everything and uh, it's a powerful week for the men or, and the women that come through. And uh, it's just, it's a special experience. It's awesome. Um, and through that, you know, many of them will decide they want to continue with us as, you know, in our coaching program, our year long co coaching program. And so that's really a lot of what I do as, as far as a speaker, even a podcaster and a coach is really to impact these men and women, the entrepreneurs, business owners that we work with. Um, if you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're married and you have kids, like you're, you just have some unique things going on in your life that a lot of other people don't have to deal with. And you know what I'm talking about, right? I, mean, I do. Constantly Absolutely. thinking about your business, constantly thinking about how to grow revenue. You're constantly thinking about how you're going to pay the expenses, how you're going to pay the payroll, how you're going to support these other people. And yet you still got to be there at home as a husband, as a father, if you got kids. Yeah. And uh, so it's just, it's a lot. And so, yeah. so that's part of the reason we, we work with these folks uh, to so help them. 
I gotta tell you, I gotta, so I've gotta tell you, you know, a, a friend of mine who she lives in California. Um, her name is, is Dr. Aaron. I don't know if you know who that is or not, but um, she she she's got a group of women that she works. With. Anyway, she sent me this this. Uh, uh, she sent me a video, and it was called. I think it was called Warrior Week. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. And she That's said in Southern California. Yeah. Um, she so, said, well, I was going to say, she said, Corey, she said, you know, I saw this video and I can absolutely see you doing like running one of these events. Yeah. And I was like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not sure how you could see me doing that because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know anything. I, I I'm a, like, I, I was a personal trainer for 10 years. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole different level, dude. But I yeah. like it's cool. So it sounds very similar. It's uh, I think it's similar. Uh, you know, I went through Warrior five years ago. Um, my business partner, Satemin Ali, he's a Super Bowl champion. He uh, he was Warriors. What's his name? Satemin Ali. Um, okay. so if you if you saw his name, you would say Satema Gali. That's uh, G-A-L-I. Uh, but it's a, pro pronounced. Does he Nali. speak a lot? Does yeah, he, sp he speaks a lot. Is he bald? Yeah, big dude. Yeah, looks like the Rock. He looks like the Rock. Yeah. yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No, man. That's yeah. That's my business partner. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So he was war. He was Warriors lead trainer five years ago. So, um, and then you know something happened between him and Garrett. They split ways, and he's on his own. And now we have our own program it's so th they are similar i will also say you know and garrett would say the same thing they're they're very different right you know so um but yeah very similar and when you know warriors in southern california right where we're at so so yeah. so um you know what what how, how does somebody get into this program and, and and do you mind talking about you know what it some details about it what it costs to get into it you know what yeah, is what are the qualifications if i'm overweight can i get into it if i'm in shape can i get into it i mean who you said you look basically it's entrepreneurs that come to you because they need a change in their life and they need to break some kind of bullshit habit that they've got or a bunch of or they just need to they just need their mindset just you know dialed in yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all. The, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different for everyone. Right. We have some people that are crushing it in business, but like just horrible home life or just super overweight, not a shape, just totally lost themselves physically um, disconnected, you know, just not feeling powerful. Some people feel like the life is just kind of, you know, you've ran into these people that like life is kind of good. I'm making good money. Marriage and kids is just kind of okay, but they're just feeling like, man, I'm missing something's missing, right? Mm -hmm. And they're kind of looking for that next step. And so, you know, we get people coming through for those reasons. And, um, you know, as far as like we have an application process, you know, if we run across people that we know that we think would be a good fit, we're always reaching out and being, hey, like, I'd love, you know, have a conversation and talk about what it would look like to come to immersion. We run ads, so people see our ads all the time. and and so we get people coming in that way. Um, you know, so I'll drop the links. It's shieldmaidenlive.com or uh, titanimmersion.com are the two places to go to, to see, you know, the videos and what it's all about, right? I hate to drop what the price is because sure. when someone hears price without context of what it really is, like, yes, they're, they're just going to be like, nah, I'm not going to do that and have totally no get what, it. like the power in it. But it's a There's high no ticket event. You know, it's not cheap. I, I can sure. say that. Well, the value, you've got to understand yeah. the value before you get the price. Because like you just said, when yeah. you, it, 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 you're absolutely right. 100%. I totally yeah, Someone agree. wants to, to be a, a trained by you when you were killing it as a physical trainer. Uh, and they're like, well, I'm just going to go to Planet Fitness and they got a trainer there. And it's like, right. well, the world's apart, right? Your fee's going to be way more than theirs, but they're going right. to the return is going to be way more with you. Right. And if I tell somebody, Hey, I, you know, I charge 120 bucks an hour. I did. I charged 120 yeah. bucks an hour. If I just say that to you, you're like, what's up? The they don't know who you are. I'm not paying yeah. 120. Yeah, what, what exactly. is that? Are you crazy? But yeah. this is the thing. Like you don't understand what I, 
provide for that yes. that yes, amount of totally. money, I give you far more than a hundred. I mean, because I it doesn't matter. But I get one hundred percent. Yeah. So that's super cool, Nate. I just I did not know that about I did not I did not know I didn't know any of that. That's amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. Um, I'm absolutely gonna check into it. Um, yeah, please do, man. Yeah, that is like I, I love that. And I watched. I was, dude. When I watched that warrior thing, I was like, yeah. I mean, I was dialed in. Like I was supposed yeah. to be doing something else, and for an <laughs> yeah, hour, right? hour and a half, like I just was glued to that thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's you know it it's really it's it's very convincing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it looks amazing. So anyhow, I'm definitely going to check yours out and we'll, yeah, for sure. We'll get the link and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, how long have you been running this program? Uh, about last three years. Wow. And how many times a year do you do it? Uh, this year we're running, I believe we're doing nine, nine immersions. So, um, which is about what we did last year, probably about nine or 10 last year. So almost wow. every month. I love that, dude. That's yeah. so freaking cool. It's awesome. It's awesome. And so the women, right? Okay, so you've got yeah. the men. We can kind of get an idea that, that the men, about the men. What kind of women do you have coming through? I mean, it's the same thing. You know, I, of course, I'd say uh, married business owners with kids. You know, not not all of our men and women are married. Some of them might have just gotten divorced. Some of them might just be single. Some of them aren't business owners. We've had a few, like, housewives come through uh you know with like four or five kids that's that's like being a full-time ceo of a oh major God. corporation um, sure. yeah and uh you know sales professionals you know just professionals you know we've we've had a, we've had them the full gamut right full spectrum of, of people but yeah m most of them are you know small business owners we've had some large we've had some big business big like seven eight figure you know company owners come through too so i mean we we've had some ballers come through the program as well that's awesome that is awesome dude um and does do you get how does the program differ very much from the men to the women or yeah no not? i mean you know that's a question we get a lot even and the women when we come through we don't know we don't treat we don't treat the men or the women different at all um like they all do the same <laughs> shit man and yeah. it's uh yeah, we don't take it easy on the women um, at all. So, um, and th the women love that. And the men sometimes are like, man, the women have to do this? Or like, yep, absolutely. Of course they do. Uh, and and so, they can, you know? there's no reason it, they can't. Right, right. And, 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 and it goes back to mindset, right? I mean, if yeah, you have totally. the right mindset, you can get through this program. Yeah. And, we're and teaching them, you know, it's just, we're not just there to just bury them to, to the ground, right? Mm -hmm. like we're there everything everything that we do is with a purpose and so i would say that's the biggest difference you know seofit kakoro is not meant for that seofit kakoro is just like hey you could quit at any time and you know if you got what it takes then you'll make it if you don't you don't and so for us it's everything every time we have them do something we're always tying it back to some kind of a lesson that they can pull and apply and so we're we're, we're talking through it um you know, we're, we're getting them to see why we have them do certain things. We're getting them to see how certain things probably show up in their real life if they're doing it here on the beach in front of us. And so, you know, that's, that's a powerful thing. Uh, it's a powerful part of the process of what we do. Gosh. So, well, um, just out of curiosity, I know this has got to be one of the best parts when you, you know, when you have some of these people finished, the men and the women, and they, and you get messages from them or emails after yeah. the fact and they say, Hey, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for taking me through the program or whatever, but this is what it's done for me. Give me a couple of those examples. Oh man. It's uh it is awesome. We've had people come, come through that, like, you know, a few in my mind that stick out like, man, I'm, I'm getting a divorce. I'm just here to figure out how to work through that. So that, when I go back home, I, I have a plan on how to move forward, right? And then they come out of this and, and they realize that, yeah, maybe I don't want a divorce just yet. And, I'm, and they go back and they just like pour into their, 
into the marriage. And, and so some of those messages are amazing. Some, a lot of times the spouse will send messages, be like, Oh my God, I can't, I don't know what you guys did, but like, this is completely different. Like, thank you so much. So we get, we get messages from the spouses often. Wow. Like, thank you so much. Like you've just, you've totally changed our family's life. Um, so those are like, those are the, those are just the incredible messages. I mean, we've had, we've had people that have gone and made a lot more money, right. Or really, really showed up as a leader in their businesses is unlike they have before and just totally change the culture we've had people lose a ton of weight go run 100 miles go do ironmans go climb mount kilimanjaro like so you know we've had people just across the board do some incredible things after coming through and a lot of them um that have continued with us right and uh just just yeah i mean we get those messages all the time of man like thank you so much for what you've done, like the example that you lead, just the, you know, the, the and even in just it's the power in just those first 90 days afterwards and what they go out and create. Um, you know, it's been there the whole time for them, right? Yeah. You just help them to uncover a few things or, or move a few, few things around so that they can uh, go out and do those things. And, and uh, that's, it's, it's so rewarding from that, that standpoint. Dude, like I can feel Literally, I my, I get almost chill bumps just thinking about how uh, you know the messages that you get and how like that is that's the payoff. Yeah, right. That's totally. the payoff when you get that message and totally. you say, "Hey, you've changed my life." Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever experienced with you know anything that I've ever done when I've helped somebody in that you know and, and changed their life. It's better than anything I've ever done, period. Yeah. I mean, it's Absolutely. just amazing. And, you know, I mean, they do the work, right? So I've seen certain coaches take, take, uh, take responsibility for other people's results. You know, we're definitely a part of it. We definitely help them to see some things. But I always just be like, hey, you guys, you guys are the ones that went and, like, lived it and did it and created Absolutely. Results, so. I just yeah. guided, you know, you just guided them through yeah. it. I mean, yeah. you're not, you didn't do it for them for right. by any stretch, yeah. but, yep. but they feel like you did. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, super cool. That's it dude. Is. I love that. I, man, that's super, super cool. So, um, tell me about the, you're an author. What, yeah. tell me about that. Yeah. I've, I've written, uh, well, I've written three books officially. Um, and you know, every time I talk about this, it's just, you know, if you've ever thought about writing a book, just go and write the book. And, you know, it's kind of been the process for me. The first one kind of sucks. And then the second one sucks a little less. And then you just keep getting a little bit better, right? Yeah. The last book I wrote was the 100 mile mindset. And that was, you know, just on my journey of running 100 miles and uh, all the lessons I learned from that, the experiences inside of that. And, uh, and so that's one of, uh, it's my latest book. That's one I'm most proud of so far to date. And, uh, yeah, it was just a fun journey. You know, I didn't, I didn't run a hundred miles the first time I tried, like it took me three attempts and, and, uh, there was some, you know, some less major lessons along the way and just a, a big part of just continuing through until I accomplished my, my goal and not quitting, you know, halfway. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's the latest book, 100 mile mindset. And, uh, do you mind me asking what happened the uh, the first two times? Did yeah, you, totally. Did, was that, did you get hurt or or what? Did you just? No, I wish, out? man. I wish I had a cool story like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> no the uh, the first time it was at the well. So I and this, you know, just again lessons that you learn. I the first the first one hundred mile race I I picked was uh it was extremely challenging course like a lot of elevation gain and and drop. Um, and it was a, what they call the Western States 100, which is one of the toughest hundred mile races in the country. And, um, it's a qualifier for that. So if it's a qualifier for that, you know, it, it's gotta be tough and challenging as well. Um, and so I didn't know that I just blindly kind of picked the race and signed up, but I made it six, I made it hundred K, which was about 62 miles. And, uh, I just missed the cutoff, but we didn't know it at the time. We thought we were good. We thought we really did. Like I got there, I, I kind of took my time and I changed some clothes, got some stuff to eat. It was raining. So got some dry clothes on. And then we were heading back out on the course. And as we left, we get about 50, 50 meters down 
And one of the race directors, was, she called my number out and I'm like, 65, 65. I'm like, I'm like, she talking to me. And uh, she's like, where are you going? And we're like, we're going out, we're going to run. We're going on the course. She's like, you guys missed the cutoff. We're like, what? And uh, yeah, the, the official race director comes and we're pleading with him to let us go. And like, and he's like, no, I can't let you guys go. So what do you mean cutoff? What, what do you mean? Oh, there's cutoff times. If you don't make it to certain points by certain times, because remember, we had to, you have to finish within 30 hours. Okay. And, uh, and so the cutoff time for the 100K mark was like 18 hours. I came in at 1810. And um, yeah, and, uh, you know, we walked, a, a, there was probably seven miles in between the aid station before that and this one. And really, again, we thought we had a good amount of time. So we were just kind of, cause we still had some, some ways to go. Right. And we were just kind of walking and taking our time. And, uh, so we could have made it had, had we known, and that was really, you know, it comes down to my fault, you know, cause it's my race and I got three or four people helping support me and we're just doing the math. If we do like eight under an 18 minute mile, we'll be all right, which we were, but it, but that, had us miss this cutoff just barely and so anyway so yeah that that was my first one but so i ran 62 or 63 miles which is the furthest i had ever ran by far right yeah and uh and so all right so a month and a half later signed up for the burning river 100 which was also a hundred uh western states qualifier and uh (laughs) (laughs) so again i'm a glutton for punishment and i went to cleveland like it's cleveland there's it can't be that bad. Well, I, I was mistaken. Like there's some, believe it or not, between Cleveland and Akron along this, this river basin, there's a ton of elevation. And, uh, I went by myself for this one and I made it like 75.6 miles and I was moving like a turtle. I was going like 24 minute miles and I was, I was just done. I couldn't get, I couldn't, I would try to run and I just couldn't get myself to move any faster like 2 a.m. and uh so that was it for that one so i made it 75.6 miles the second time and then i went out to the pony express in salt lake out south southwest of salt lake city on the pony express trail uh, and ran 100 miles uh, in 29 hours and was successful in my third attempt so that's yeah. awesome yeah so it how much time- while you're doing it man but then when you get done you're kind of like ah oh, that was that's kind of cool. So it just keeps you going, you know, it is, that is super. So what kind of recovery time do you have or something like that? Or, and the, and the seals, the, the training that you did, like what, you know, God almighty, I, I can't even imagine like how your body feels after running a hundred fucking miles. Yeah. It takes some time to recover for sure. To fully recover. Probably, you know, uh, right now I'm, I'm, and I'm carrying a little bit too, too much weight especially for an ultra runner you see most ultra runners they're they're skinny right they're like well yeah yeah they're like, tiny they're they're frail, yes. they're frail. like jesse <laughs> jesse itzler like yeah yeah he, he yeah that build he's he's tall but yeah he's skinny right he's, he's yeah not a lot of muscle on him so yeah that's a lot of what the ultra runners look like and i'm too well right now like 45 but 245 so right now i'm really working on i'm like all right it's time to get serious like i've proven that i can do it and just push through probably more because of my mental capacity. Um, now I want to see what I could really do if I actually kind of do it right. Get, get down to like, not necessarily maybe Jesse Itzler thin, but uh, cause I still want to have some muscle on me. Sure. Um, but yeah, like if get down to two ten, I think that would be a good weight for me at six, three, um, to, to see what I could do. Yeah. So what kind of recovery though? What, what, like yeah, after, recovery, afterwards, you know, like a month to really fully be recovered at least, you know, the biggest thing is like the, the knees for me. Um, yeah. You know, the legs, the feet, you know, toenails falling off, blisters, all that great stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. The quads are usually pretty beat up. Your calves are pretty beat up. Your feet are beat up, but the knees really, when I say fully recover, you know, probably takes my knees about a month to really feel like they're a hundred percent. What do you do though? Is there something special? I mean, recovery. Yes. Um, I do a lot of just rest, (laughs) a lot of rest, maybe some yoga and, uh, you know, rolling out, um, I go for walks. Yeah. Ice, uh, ice bath. 
Yeah, yeah. Totally. Do you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing the cold showers right now, and it's absolutely yeah. miserable. So I yeah. think about, I think about, well, I could be in a nice bath every time I do it. Yeah, and because yeah. that's got to be absolutely terrible. Yeah, ice baths are no fun, <laughs> but uh, but you know, I mean, it definitely does help and feel good. So yeah, I'll do a lot of cold, at least cold water. You know, cold water. Yeah, um, just to help kind of let the body recover a little bit better. Yeah. And then how long does it take for your toenails to grow back? That's kind of hurt well, like hell. I don't know. It doesn't really. It, no? Uh, it's weird. When those toenails come off, they just kind of almost just kind of peel off. And uh, they do grow back eventually, um, you know, probably over a few months, I'd say. God. Yeah. That's crazy. It reminds me. I mean, it's like, you know, the only person I think I've ever heard talk about this is Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there's some people in the ultra world that are like crazier about it than I am um, that will actually have their toenails. Somehow you can have them like permanent, permanently removed so that you don't have to worry about it anymore. Well, in there, <laughs> there's, there's gotta be a reason why we have toenails. I mean, yeah. Right. There for right. a reason. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. the reason is to protect yeah. something. I assume. Yeah. But I get it. Cause yeah, even though it, when the, when the toenails aren't there, I don't know. It almost kind of calluses over, so it's still kind of protected. But yeah, True, it's, it's pretty too. It's kind of weird to talk about, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. That's insane. Yeah. Um. So, uh, your your podcast. What um is that? It's behind us. I forget. Championship leadership. Yeah, championship leadership. That's cool. So, yeah. uh, hell, you've got a lot of episodes, dude. Yeah, you've I got, got a lot of, I do I have quite a few out there. I've been doing it for hmm, a little over a year and a half now, but I really, in the last four or five months, have really gotten uh, super intentional about it and really, really focused on it and, and growing it. And so, yeah, yeah I've been record, recording a lot of ep- episodes, probably three three a week or so I've been putting out three a week. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I just, it, that's awesome. Cause I get to pe- speak to people like yourself, I get to speak to, you know, us Navy seals. I just spoke to, uh, uh, ex Delta force, uh, green beret, um, authors talk. You ever heard of Tucker max? No, huh? Tucker max. He, he, uh, he sold millions of books and, uh, the, the, the first one he did was I hope they serve beer in hell. It was just him like basically kind of right after college, just partying and sleeping with a lot of women and just like, uh, <laughs> and it just like, he would just, he would just talk about his, his experiences and, uh, and sold millions and millions of books. And now he owns what's called scribe media scribe media, um, actually published Goggins book. Can't hurt me. Um, so oh, really? A, he owns, he, he's the co-owner of that company, but he had four best New York times bestselling books. And three of them were on the New York times bestseller list at the same time, which there's only like four people that have ever done that. So anyways, I just say that to say, I just had him on, you know, so I get to, I get to interview these really awesome, cool, interesting guests that are, have also done some great things and are incredible leaders themselves. And, and uh, so I, I learned a lot from it just as I'm sure you learn a lot from the guests on your show and uh it's just fun to to meet new people make connections and and uh and also you know put out a great message that will help other people that are listening for sure you know it is probably one of the most rewarding things i've ever done yeah and i say that because very much so like you just described you know to have one-on-one conversations with people like yourself and, and learn about you as a person is it, for whatever reason, it just like, it, it warms my heart. I enjoy it. It's exciting. Um, yeah. You know, it's, like I said, it's probably one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. Yeah, me too. Like I love, I absolutely love it. I mean, if I could do this, if I could, you know, and some people do, but it's, 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 you know, if you're thinking about growing up, starting a podcast, just so you can like make a living from it, that you might want to think of a few other way, things to do yeah. first, but yeah, uh, no, yeah, no but money so far. <laughs> you know, it's, it can be done. And 
but it's, uh, I do enjoy it. I really do enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah. I, you know, I, I totally agree. Um, it's yeah, it's by far anything that I've ever done. This is by far the, the, my favorite. Um, so uh, let me see what else was I going to ask you? Um, your businesses other than the, uh, do you have other businesses other than the, the, uh, I, I am so sorry. I already forgot the name of it. Yeah. Like the immersion program that we have yeah. in the coaching program. Um, yeah, so I do. I own, I own a fair amount of rental properties around the country. And then, um, you know, I do some coaching and some speaking just, you know, on my own, but for the most part, everything kind of builds into the immersion. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I have some other things going on as well. Yeah. Couple of side things. That's really cool. Um, man, I have absolutely learned so much today, dude. I had, <laughs> I, I guess because, you know, you had interviewed me, I just didn't know that much about you right. and this is super cool. And this yeah, is exactly you. what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, so when is your next event and, and how quickly do these events book up? The, the immersion events? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. 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 The next one is, um, uh, next Monday, the 24th, I think the 24th. Yeah. The 24th right. of February. And you know, we do have, sometimes we'll have someone come in like with a few days notice, but usually we're booking these up, um, you know, at least four, four weeks out, uh, yeah. because we start doing some work with the group, uh, with the guys and the women uh, about four weeks out, we do some pre immersion training, virtual training. Um, and so, you know, we've had, we've had a few classes of, of men or women around 1920. Um, typically, you know, 12 to 15 is a really good size for us. And that's about average size for these immersion events. Um, so yeah. Dude, this is so cool. I can't wait to go to the website and, and check it out. Yeah, I mean, that's super cool. I'm so glad that you mentioned it because, you know, I, you know, I've had this conversation with a good friend of mine. He, you know, he built a huge multi-million dollar data, like a, what was it? He did data centers, whatever the hell that looks like. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, he's, you know, techie or whatever. And this was, quite a while ago and actually he was in California, but anyway, long story short, um, you know, he just burnt himself out. Yeah. And, and so he's now creating retreats that are for same similar, targeting the same type people that, that, that you are, but not, mm -hmm. not certainly not the same type program. It's more of a meditative and yoga and, you know, cut your phone off do people have their phones during your thing no nah, we take their phones away um makes sense we give them uh, i mean like at a break at a lunch hour we'll give them their phone you know at the end of the day definitely give them their phone uh, but you know, during the event no i mean there's no time for it anyways and we don't want people you know you can imagine you know they pay a lot of money to be there it, it, no distractions right we're here to do, get work done so for sure I'm surprised you don't make them unplug totally. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it works out. It seems to work out. Give, give them a, you know, they don't have a lot of time in the, in the evening. So we're like, yeah, go call your loved ones, you know, check yeah. in. And then, uh, you know, just usually we just tell them, leave your phone in your room cause you ain't going to need it. So. Sure. It makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. Well, Nate, um, let, uh, so we'll wrap up and just, if you could, you know, one, tell everybody, listing where they can find all of your stuff your instagram your your website your wherever yeah Please. you bet yeah so first i'd say go i i give away a free copy of my audio book the 100 mile mindset you know because it cool. seems like more people want the audio than the actual book these days so you can download the free audio version at 100 and that's 100 mile mindset.com just you know opt in with your email that doesn't cost anything and you'll get an email with the audio version. Uh, you could go to my website, NateBaileySpeaks.com. And I have, we have uh, info on our events, the dates and, and even videos on, on the immersion events. You can check out my championship leadership podcast right there. And any other info that I have 
out on the web at my natebaileyspeaks.com. And then Instagram, check me out at Coach Nate Bailey. Very cool. So if you could leave the listeners with, you know, um, a piece of advice or, you know, just a, uh, a small nugget of, of information, can you do that for us really quick? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the chapters and I actually did a, a podcast, there's a podcast out there. Uh, it's got a hundred episodes. So it's called In- the integrity bank. And so the integrity bank to me is just being, becoming the person of your word and you become a person of your word by doing what you say you're going to every single day. And when you make deposits into your integrity bank every day by doing that, right, you build up balance. And, and the goal is for us to get to the point where like when we tell someone we're going to do it, like they can count on us. They know it's going to be done. And there's, there's a, unfortunately, it seems like there's not many people that when they say they're going to do something, you just shake your head and be like, yeah, it's going to happen. Most of us are shaking our head like, nah, there's no way they're going to do that. Right. And we know that just based on their prior experience with that person. And so most people are trying to make withdrawals from their integrity bank and they don't have any money in the funds, just like your, you know, regular bank account, right? Cause they've been constantly taking withdrawals because breaking promises to themselves. I'm going to get up at 5.00 AM this tomorrow. And then they hit snooze and next day it continues. And that pattern just continues and continues. So integrity bank, just do simple little things every single day. Do you know, quit breaking promises to yourself, become a person of your word because eventually there is going to be a day where, Something's going to happen and you just, you, you don't get the workout in or you don't, aren't able to make it at the time you said you would, right? And so you got to make a little withdrawal. But if you've made that gap in between the last time you made the withdrawal and the other further apart, then, then you can start to make a withdrawal every now and then when you absolutely have to. So that's my biggest thing is just, hey, be a, be a person to be word. So ironically, I was scrolling through your Instagram and that is exactly the episode that I clicked on before this, before this, before oh, really? we started. I swear to God, <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, that was exactly the one. And I thought, is is the name of the podcast Integrity Bank? Because I don't think it is. I'm like, no, I, don't, so I, I had don't, two. Yeah. The Integrity that, Bank was, uh, I, I did five times a week. And once I got to a hundred, I was like, that's, that's enough. Like if someone's really struggling or mindset too, like there's a hundred episodes there. You listen to one a day for 100 days they're five to seven minutes long and at the end of that i think it would really give you a great base to just like be good to to really be good that is super yeah. awesome nate thank you so much i dude i can't thank you enough this is a bit, this is fantastic yeah, thank i you. have really really enjoyed this so if you took anything away from this podcast make sure you subscribe leave a review and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at CoreyBarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.